the podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Lost Omens podcast. This is episode three? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yep. Incredible. It's a, been a wild ride. Feels like it was just earlier today that we started this whole right? thing. It's just, <laughs> it's like I never leave this basement. I know how Tim feels now. <laughs> no, I have no idea how Tim feels. Is that what the sheet is for? Is hide the cot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim's apartment on the other side of your backdrop. And there's a bucket with a toilet seat on it. Just, you know. Oh, Ben. It's also it. my shower. <laughs> you brought a bucket over? Yeah, I, I brought another bucket over just in case. For ambiance. Uh, if you're just joining us, stop and go back to episode zero idiot you silly goose uh we're playing pathfinder 2e we're doing extinction curse right now we're on book one the show must go on uh and let me introduce you to our players so two yet no we're only on episode three we'll get to book two when we're on like episode 103 wow we're gonna do a lot of role playing (laughs) how long is pandemic gonna last jeez (laughs) i predict we'll get to book two by episode 30 Okay. Any other bets? I'm going to prove you wrong. I mean, pretty easily. <laughs> just kidding. Before 29. Oh. I think that we all just get inducted into the real ass Cirque du Soleil and stop doing the podcast. Mm. Yes. I'm going to bet $1. $1, Bob. <laughs> oh, that dick. <laughs> I hate that guy. Or like 700. 701. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I hate that guy. God. Um, all right. Let me introduce you to our players. First of all, we've got Tim playing Mud. That's me. Is that you? Currently. You sound so different. Uh, we've got Dan playing Brennan. That is correct. How you doing? Not terribly. Awesome. We've got JB playing Fulgrim. Hello, I am <coughs> Fulgrim, the dwarven uh, barkeep. Hello. Awesome. We've got Taylor playing Zaresk. Ah, yes, that is me. Yay, and I said it right. Congratulations. Uh, yay. And Ben is playing Curva. All right, glad to be here. We have had so much going on. We've had, you know, vipers killed in buckets. Stomped unto death. Well, but, technically. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the buckets weren't full of vipers, though. Like, each bucket had one viper. Didn't approve of that. You know. The night is young. Murder. Espionage. Murder. There was a murder. Uh, the ringmaster was killed at the beginning of the whole thing. They were about to go on stage for their first circus performer and performance, and he was killed. So the show must go on. You guys did a great job. You guys took that especially well. Um for being this guy's uh, employees. Well, you guys took that uh, quite well. I prefer to mourn in private. Oh. There's always a ringleader. Everyone dies. It was the greatest day of my life so far. (laughs) He's got the point. (laughs) Oh, man. And then upon uh, further investigation, you interviewed some of the other circus folk, and then Mud went to go and check on the family, the Featherfall Five, because there have been, you know, snakes and rats and everything kind of running amok. And when he approached their wagon, he was accosted by a little halfling lady with a rat head cloak and rats, lots of rats. Yeah. Um, and so a, co- rats, a conflict yeah. ensued and you fought and she we ended last episode with her giving in kind of she was like stop hitting me and that is stop just stop hitting me and that is where we left off 
we still in encounter mode here? Because we haven't. Let's keep it in encounter mode. Yes. Should I uh, refresh your memory on the initiative order? I mean, it was, I believe we ended on her turn, right? Because she was speaking. I don't think so. I think that Curva was putting the herd on her with the mop. <laughs> right. I had, I had just delivered unto her the mop. Yes. <laughs> He's going to clean up these streets. One halfling at a time. <laughs> he had just done 12 damage to her. Uh, and that was when she was like, stop hitting me. Do I actually want to stop hitting her? Taking all callers. Uh, it may be pertinent to see what she has to say. However, um, at least tying up her hands fully may be a good idea. Call off the rats and maybe we will let you live. She contemplates for a minute, shrugs, and she pulls her staff closer to herself. And the rats all scurry back into the woods. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been vanquished, villain! <laughs> I am not the villain. It is the people of Aberton who are the villains who are ruining the landscape and nature itself. But we are simply a traveling circus. We aren't the residents of Aberton at all. Aberton's that way. Maybe we should take a moment and, and speak together. Let me uh, remove this uh, weighted rope from your leg. This. Uh... My name is Nemia. Nemia, would you mind if I remove my bola from your leg? Please do. Very good. I take it off her leg and I will put it back into my mouth. <laughs> That's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> you want me to wash it first? I got a rag here. <clears throat> it's too late. Bye. <laughs> so is is mud okay? What what exactly? What's is, up what is happening with you? Oh, some, his head. you know, sometimes this just happens. That's... <laughs> This seems like a very strange thing. You, you're almost like a different person. Mm. A little bit, but not quite. <laughs> he clapped me on the back and it was camaraderie. It you gave me the willies. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anybody rope? have some rope we could tie up this villain, as as Mud said? I believe I may have some rope. We would take her over by the fire and, and, and interrogate. Great idea, Brennan. I slap you on the back. <laughs> I guess that's just part of our life now. <laughs> I, I do happen to have a rope in my pack. Why don't you tie her up? I'll have to go get my pack. Here. Where is your pack? I have some right here. Very good. <laughs> go ahead. Am I tying her up? Yes. Yes. Use rope check. Wait, wrong game. What check is that? I think that would be either thievery or acrobatics. Would you like me to tie her up? Yes. I rolled an 11. Do you consent to being tied by rope? (laughs) (laughs) I don't see that I have much of a choice at this point. Correct. That is a correct statement. All right. So why did you happen to choose our circus? As the target of your ire. Well, your circus wasn't the only thing I planned to attack. Trust me, I've I've been very busy in Aberton, which I'm sure you'll find very soon. Very, very soon indeed. I do believe- Are you why the crops went bad? No, that is not my fault. That is the scum here in Everton. All the people who are throwing off nature's course. I want to get rid of them and then the land can heal. We seem rather far inland for there to be scum involved. Oh, no, scum gets everywhere. <laughs> Nemia, do you have any connection to Madame Duskoit's celestial menagerie? Never heard of her. Hmm. She's not a pleasant person. I do believe that before you attacked our friend Mud here, before he changed, you said something about uh, you hope to kill more of us. So are you saying that you killed our ringmaster? Yes, that was me. Well, I, I didn't do it. I just sent vipers to do it. Rather untowards, but... Uh, yeah, it seems that it's... Um, what do you say? We Should we drown her? Put her in the fire? What? I well, believe honorable yeah. combat would be best. Are there more uh, in your uh, collective of druids? Or are you working by yourself? I mean, I have lots of helpers, but they won't look like me. Well, I think he means besides the rats. 
Yes. I mean, like, other people. No. No, no, wait, wait. <clears throat> you said your issue here was with the humans. Yes. Yes. Which are horrible creatures. Humans are awful. So maybe, maybe we would be better to understand what exactly they've done to deserve such horrendous Indeed. Over the years, the the crops are failing. The livestock is dying out. We've had fewer and fewer rains. Droughts strike the land. And it's all their fault. This was fine until those people settled this town. Were there no droughts before they settled this town? No. Zero. Zero droughts. (laughs) (laughs) I have zero doubts that there were no droughts. The droughts are more numerous now. Than they were before. Oh, so they've just increased. They haven't materialized only because of the people in Everton. But we didn't have as many as we do now when there were fewer people here. There was also fewer people being killed by vipers (laughs) before you arrived. I'm not quite Uh, understanding why you chose to kill a ringmaster. He's not part of this town. We're we're moving through. I was hoping if I killed your leader, you would cancel your circus and everyone in Aberton would be upset about it and it would demoralize them and they would leave. Sounds like you're doing God's work. (laughs) Luckily for us, we just crowned a new leader. Tried to pat mud on the back, but I don't reach very high. (laughs) So you stroke his calf instead. (laughs) He strokes my tramp stamp. It's a ritualistic tattoo that you receive as a young elf. So you are saying that you did this completely autonomously and alone. I had uh, Gozra to guide me. Well, that's fair. As a druid, that makes perfect sense. But you were on acting um, on your... Without other physical beings help besides your controlled pests. No, I was not alone. I would like to try a diplomacy check. Okay. We followed you here, probably. Nope, that would be deception. (laughs) (laughs) The more truthful you are with us, the better your outcome might be. Obviously, you have murdered someone very important to us, and by law, that won't be handled nicely. Uh, 13. I mean, what are you going to do? Take me to the Sheriff of Everton? No, we'll probably hang you ourselves. <laughs> Why do you say it like this? Is it, did he fall afoul of your vipers as well? Uh, you Does should one have to become the, the sheriff as well? <laughs> is, is is the mayor okay? The mayor is fine. Oh, I figured Mud could be mayor as well. The sheriff hasn't been seen in a while. I mean, you, you have said that you uh, wanted to attack the people of Averton, uh, are there other folks in your druidic circle or people that you are associated with that uh, will attack the people of Everton and that we may, as a group, perhaps want to protect because we want to, uh, we want them to come to our uh, circus. I'm sure that there are others who will follow in my footsteps to do the right thing and reclaim this land for nature itself. I, I don't understand how you, uh, how you heard Gozra telling you that you needed to kill a circus. Uh, I happen to know a thing or two about Gozer growing up on the seas, and uh, Gozer doesn't preach a destroying circuses. He doesn't particularly like civilizations, but circus is about the farthest thing from civilization as you can get. Well, that may be true. This was just one part, a necessary evil, if you will, one part of the plan. And nobody at all pulled you aside and said, hey, maybe Gozer wouldn't... Uh, would, would like it if you killed that circus? Uh, Gozra has been known to uh, delight in decay every once in a while. Oh, j- just to keep his skills sharp. Well, yes. So you said you were not, not acting alone. There are many of us at the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning who believe as I do. On a scale of 1 to 20, how many other people? Uh, druids. <laughs> Do you think might be there? So take the number of druids, then divide it by 20, and then multiply it. Wait, hang on. Why on a scale of 1 to 20? Oh, I wanted to know if there was more than 20. Oh, that's a, that's a fair point. Good. Please continue. I'm sorry for my interruption. 
I have many people on my side. What was this place you just said? Hermitage of... The Hermitage of Blessed Lightning. Anyone ever heard of that? May I try and recall knowledge about that using society or, or some... Yep, what kind of bonus do you get on that? A plus seven. So you know that this is like a a halfling compound in a way that's um just outside of the city of, so Everton, of Everton, just outside of Everton. Um, and, uh, you know, they're mostly like hermits. While we're interrogating her, I'm going to take a minute to study her. Okay. I'm getting incredibly antsy. <laughs> I will relay that information to everyone else here that it's a small collection of halflings. They yes. seem to want to live on their own in a collective of some kind. Yes. Outside of this city nearby. Hmm. What I'm failing to understand are. is why a civilization all of a sudden would be attacked by nature. So it is, it is the way of society to build up in, in areas that were once full of nature. But I mean, they're, they ain't been leaving garbage everywhere. I've been making sure of that. The kind of blight they're talking about, that's that's so natural. And other halflings there think like you do? Yes, yes, many of them do. On a scale of 1 to 20, how many halflings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many. Did the droughts uh, become increasing in volume once all the halflings got together? No, we have lived here for generations and generations. Huh. Do you represent this hermitage, or are you acting outside of their whims? I represent the the larger collective. Of the hermitage? Yes. Sounds to me like we need to uh, speak with the people there and put a stop to this. Would you be willing to lead us to your, uh, to your hermitage? Absolutely not. But perhaps we could come to an understanding, and perhaps move Aberton to a different place. What, like you propose a, that we move an entire city. It's like eight people. It's Aberton. We don't even want to be here. <laughs> it's a large enough city that we're making camp here for a few days to do a few shows. And some good coin. I, I have a feeling that uh, some people in Aberton may understand <clears throat> the, the ancestry of this location and why perhaps they should not have settled here. This has happened many times in our breeding grounds, and we have forcefully... Rooted humans out. Can I try another recall knowledge about Aberton to, to explain a little bit more about this place with the plus seven society? Yep. Um. So you know that Aberton is you know fewer than a thousand people live here. Mostly uh, farmers, ranchers, artisans. Typically, have gotten along with the Hermitage. They're just people trying to make their way. They're not like. From what you've seen, it's not obvious that they're, like, pillaging the land or anything like that. Like, they are just as hard off as the the people at the Hermitage might be because of the adverse effects of whatever is going on. Okay. But it's a you know, relatively large settlement, less than a thousand, but more than a few hundred? Yes. You know, something doesn't seem right about the fact that uh, she's part of this halfling group, none of which really like what's going on. And yet she's here by herself. I'm wondering if maybe she's just, uh, she just went off half-cocked, and uh, if we talk to the other ones, they might be a bit more reasonable. Tell us a bit more about what's actually going on. Seems like it. I think on the morrow it would make sense to investigate the town and, and the hermitage and see what we can learn. Is there any way we can, uh, is there any way we can convince her to, 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 to lead us back there? Talk to her elders? No, I mean, she won't take you to the hermitage. Will it be terribly difficult to find? I mean, probably not. But not, I mean, it's, nightfall is occurring right now, not, so you would want to go time, now. Yeah, but, tomorrow. Right. I could ask around in town and see if anybody knows where it is and can take us there. I mean, if it's a city of halflings that have been there for generations, right outside of town, it should be pretty easy to find. One would think so. I'm going to suggest that we take her with us when we do, alive. Hmm. May we see? Pro- probably not good to come to them as uh, people what killed their kinsmen. Uh, yes, I agree. That would be very put off. Um, Users of bargaining chip. In, in order to uh, 
we, we cannot obviously let this woman run rampant and kill the entire circus. Uh, and of course the humans in town. Um, shall we keep her with out animals nearby? With mud, yes. I would suggest. No, <laughs> I believe we have some structures. Right. Somewhere with not wood, more metal and less animal. Uh, oh, like in a cage. That is a great idea. Yes, that would be great. I do not uh, approve of this. No, you don't want to put her in a cage. I definitely do not want to put her in a cage. We hmm. can. All right. Well, why don't you look over her for tonight? And uh, on the morrow, we can bring her back to her folk. Perhaps keeping watch would be a good idea. If you are concerned about her magics, we could bind and gag her. And from what I understand of my studies of the arcane, that I don't believe, or divine, I don't believe that she would be able to cast spells, as it were, if we did those things to her. I would suggest perhaps removing her divine focus. That would work as well. Is that a metaphor? Oh, it's usually a stick. (laughs) Well, there's plenty of sticks around here. That's not Curva, take her stick. What's so special about it? It just looks like a stick. I don't know. It's very fancy. Let me hold up the picture for you. I think we should just take turns watching her, making sure that she doesn't start chittering to muskrats or whatever they have on land. All the same, miss. I will take your stick. Her fancy stick. Oh, and her special rat hat. (laughs) Stick's got a, a dream catcher on it and various other you know, feathers and nature things I'm offended uh, by that headdress <laughs> uh, <clears throat> ma'am I will take your staff and your headdress you be careful with these artifacts I will be as careful as you were with our friends lives ha! sick burn at this point I think I'm going to start mending my wounds attempt to treat them as it were Ah, I succeed. What, did you happen to get bit up before we headed, uh, before we found you? What's that? Very good. As he takes several minutes to, uh, treat himself, I am going to sit down and commune with my gods. Um, those of you who aren't actively uh, doing your duties or whatever, um, do a quick perception check. Uh, Fulgur? Is going to get an 18. All right. You notice that there is a lot of uh, very festive music and like clapping in time to the music coming from the meeting fire. Guys, it it appears that we're missing the party. You made a funeral. No, it's a celebration. I've been promoted. (laughs) Of the life of Myron. So let's. Put uh, Nimia here uh, into Mud's new abode. No! And, uh, oh, yes, the confusion from those spores might make it so she can't cast spells. Those, those have been removed. And put in the river. Yes. We, we should probably her... alert everyone else about her presence here as well. I don't think that would be... I agree. We should probably tell everyone that she murdered the ringmaster, and then they can all take turns watching over her. Good point. I think that's... At least she won't be in a cage. A horrendous idea. Also, we could uh, relock the door onto Mud's new... No! ...caravan, and... (laughs) I'm sure one of you has that uh, ability. Yeah? Could make an attempt. I I am confused. Oh! Is this our home, or is it only Mud's? It is just Mud's. Speaking of, Nimia, um... Did you empty our ringmaster's pockets? Yes, I did. Where are his keys? With my pack. Where are they? In the woods. Bring them here. Actually, if you, if, if you no. could escort us to your... They're in the woods. I will walk with you and you will take me to the location of where you... Can I have my stick? <gasps> no. <laughs> I will remind you that I am very competent with the rapier that I have at my side. Okay. We may be able to just search the woods, uh... Without her assistance, uh, and again, keep her locked up tight, or uh, not locked up, per se, but uh, keep her uh, under lock and key in uh, Mud's new bug. No! <laughs> Mud, if you wouldn't uh, find arrangements to keep her locked up. Absolutely. Um, I think maybe that is a good idea that we 
don't bring her back to wherever she has been camping. Um, I would prefer not to go alone, but maybe we should split. I got your back. It it may be best if one competent fighter is here amongst the rest. Mm. I notice you're not looking at me when you say that. I'm not. (laughs) Ardzar, why don't you stay here and I'll go with. I'm sorry. Why don't you stay here and I'll go with him? With with uh, the, the the mouse person. Yeah, with Mr. Brennan. Ah, yes, that that would be fine. I will help Mud in securing our quarry. I'd just like to point out one last time that as a Yusoki, commonly known as Rat Folk, not not a mouse person. It's the adorable little ears and I. Sc- I just put Mister in front of it, and that t- tends to solve the problem. <laughs> it's a sign of respect, obviously. Yeah. All right. So who's doing what? So we are doing what? I forget. Uh, You and I will be, and also our our friend Fulgrim here, will be helping to find a location to keep this woman essentially not allowed to move about. Probably in your wagon. I would like to investigate her camping site. And our small rodent friend um, and Curva. We'll be going to look for the uh, campsite of this individual. Splendid. Do you need a minute? You look a disturbed. couple more. You look disturbed. <laughs> It'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go with uh, Brennan and Curva going to find uh, Nimia's campsite. Very good. I shouldn't have any problem seeing around because I got dark vision. So she did uh, kind of direct you into the, the area of woods that are marked just to the south of camp. Um, yes, that area down there of woods. <laughs> My eyes are well accustomed to low levels of light. Uh, I will need to stick close to Curva in this darkness. Do no particular. Brennan, do either you or um, Curva, do either of you have thievery? Indeed. Oh, I've got thievery. What trained. bonuses do you have in those? A six. I got a six. So as you're walking through the forest, Brennan, since you're lower to the ground, <laughs> your little Yusoki foot trips on a wire. That sounds not very good. Yep. And a branch comes thwack out of the woods. <gasps> My glasses. <laughs> Classes. Um, all right. And it hits Curva right in the abdomen. I would have expected it all. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, what do I want you to do to see if you can get out of the way? Reflex save? Reflex makes sense. Yeah. All right. Both of us? Yes. How's a, uh, how's a 20? Okay, so you kind of see it coming. Perhaps, Brennan, when you tripped, you squeaked a little or, or something um, to alert Curva that something was happening. Um, and yeah, so this branch comes out and it's about to hit you and you kind of like whoop, sidestep, suck your abs in out of the way. Uh, Brennan, you're too short, so it doesn't hit you. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I, I have a 16 in my reflex anyway. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, swings over my head. Yeah. Um, upon closer inspection, you notice that this branch, um, has huge thorns on it. Yeah. Um. Seems we should tread lightly here. I'm picking up Nimia by the scruff of her, whatever halflings have back there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick her up to, to my eyes and be like, I've got more mop. No more of those. (laughs) (laughs) There's always Uh, more mop. Yeah. Um, so... Just after you encounter those giant thorns, uh, there's a small clearing, no more than a widening in the path through the thick woods. Contains a small pile of leaves, a few feet in diameter with a thin blanket. Next to the leaves rests a small backpack emblazoned with a green patch, and the stream burbles merrily nearby. Do I notice anything particularly out of the ordinary here? Anything odd? Yes, you do. Um, her pack looks very, like, stuffed. It looks very full and bulky, which you think might kind of be odd for someone of her stature. Is there anything particularly dangerous in this pack of yours, if I were to check through it? 
she genuinely looks like confused and she's like no it it just had a few days rations and and some of my necessaries so this looks odd to you as well yes it does i'll stand guard you why don't you sorry do you think we should have her open it i'll stand guard you you and you and her figure out how to deal with the pack all right i shall draw my rapier and point it at her and say open it slowly Take a step back. Okay. So her hands are bound in front of her, I assume. Yeah. So she flips open the top of the pack. She reaches her hands in. And she pulls out a giant, wet river rock. What? Yeah. I say, put it down on the ground, gently. What else is in there? She reaches her hand in again. She pulls out another giant wet river rock. Dump the bag out. She's got two bulk of wet river rocks <laughs> in her bag. Sometimes I train like this too, but this is a little strange for someone so small. It must have been those those stupid water what are they called? Mephits? Those stupid water mephits. Bunch of cowards. Hey, you. Do I know anything about water mephits from sailing? Um, you probably do. What are they, like, little elemental doodads? Yeah. It seemed like something they would, uh, they would get up to. Well, they, I brought them here to do my bidding, and they were reluctant to do it. So I left them here. They must have filled my bags with, my bag with stones. That serves you right, it seems. So you want her to dump her bag? Are you sure? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, so there's, um, she dumps out, like I said, two bulk of wet river rocks. There is a map. Oh. It appears to be a map of Aberton and the surrounding environment. Is the hermitage marked? No. There is, um, Oldland's Orchard and the Hofton Mill are marked on the map. And, um, she has some notes scribbled about the different locations on the map. Most notably, on the Circus of Wayward Wonders, and the detail on the movements of the members of the circus are disturbingly accurate. Hmm, she's been watching. How long have you been following us? Long enough. Yeah, I can. I can see it was long enough. I'm asking for specifics here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here as long as you've been here. Um, she also has a few handfuls of tasty nuts. And a holly bush feather token. Score. Okay. What was Mark? All right. Uh, the Oldlands Orchard. O l d l i n s. Seems to me that we are done here. Let's take her to Mud's wagon. I think we'll leave the river stones, but uh, that sounds like a good idea. Yes, I don't believe we need to carry the stones. I'll take the rest, though. She uh, she leans towards Curva and says, It's too bad you dispatched of my vipers. They were supposed to meet you out here in these woodses. I agree. Thank I'm glad you put them in a bucket. I'm, I've been proven right yet again. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So as you come out of the woods, you notice the, the music and the clapping is getting louder, but the there don't seem to be happy sounds coming from it. We'll make so our way we, over there with haste. Ha- have we found a place to maybe stow this woman away? Yeah, have we have we finished up what we were doing and headed over while they were doing that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Did we find the ring of keys? Oh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, that was in her bag, too. Oh, oh very good. Sorry. Yes. Yes. How many keys does it got on there? Uh, there's a key. Most of the wagons have... Like the same key. So there are like two or three different ones. And then the one for Mud's wagon. Um, and then the one for the bear is different. So there are five, four, five keys. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're going to go to the meeting fire. 
Yep. Yes, I suppose so. <clears throat> All right. So the sound of pipes, fiddles and horns echoes across the camp from the meeting fire where members of the Circus of Wayward Wonders have been waiting for a proclamation that it's safe for them to return to their wagons. But now everyone has formed two concentric rings with the musicians on the inside and everyone dancing on the outside. Their energetic prancing seems incongruous with the weariness on their faces. Help us! The professor pants, sweat pouring down his frail face as his limbs jerk in time to the lively jig. You son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, are the... Are we all there? Musicians in the center, people that we recognize? You don't see anybody. The music is coming from the center, but you can't see anybody. Uh, yes, uh, have have the others shown from the camp? No, what? Uh, the rat person. And, yes, they're yes. back. Everybody's back. I, I believe it may be pertinent to shove our young friend, our lady friend, in here, just as an experiment to see what would happen to her. I think that's a great idea. Now, this, uh, this, is, go. This, this isn't me. Does anything stand out as odd? I. Um, you think it's, you can tell the music is coming from the center. You don't see anyone in the middle playing. Um, Fulgrim. Yes. Uh, how's your arm feeling? Uh, fantastic. Uh, how well do you think you'd be able to say hit the center of that circle with something that blows up? I believe I have something, uh, right in my pack here. Uh, Beautiful. I, what are you targeting? It's just the middle of the circle of people? Mm. Where the fire is. Oh, the fire. I, I slap my friend Mud on the back and I say, it's it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. That was odd. Yeah. <laughs> and that just that just happens every now and again. Yeah, when I when I get into a little bit, he comes out for a little while. That's all. He was nice. Uh, yeah, he's real yep. That's that's a way to describe it. <laughs> it's really so in my defense, uh, at the old circus, right? You know how I punched that kid a whole bunch of times? Yes. That was him. That's rough. Yeah. It wasn't even my fault. Mm. All right. I will take a small stone out from my back uh, that is covered in runes and chuck it towards the fire. Okay. Uh, getting a 21 to right. hit the sound of the circle, uh, dealing 1d4 sonic damage and one sonic splash damage as a thunderstorm uh, cracks uh, with exceptional uh, force. Uh, it's probably one of the more powerful ones that I've created uh, within the past 24 hours, uh, dealing four damage and one sonic splash damage. Uh, the DC is 17. Okay. Uh, to uh, not be deafened uh, until wow. the end of my next turn. If there is anyone around the fire. I mean, the entire circus out. is around the fire, so. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I will help them all by deafening them. <laughs> so they, like, stop in their tracks and they hold their hands over their ears. They're like, ah! Everybody, get away from the fire. What? They cannot hear you. Making motions. I just deafened them. <laughs> he was very clear about that. Yes, he was. <laughs> the professor says we couldn't we, we couldn't help ourselves. Is there any way that I could make a um, a check, uh, maybe some sort of arcana check to see if there was any sort of spell cast on the people of the circus to. Yeah. OK, uh, that would be a. 21. Once the people uh, around the fire disperse, you notice there's a dinner plate that was next to the fire. Mm. And there are two tiny little, like, insecty fairy things. My fellows, I believe we have uh, uninvited visitors uh, that have come and taken our food, helped us to our. Uh... Look like that. I mean, can a circus just be a circus without druids killing people and whatever the hell these things are? Mud, if you want to be a leader, you have to take responsibility for uh, all of the uh, bad that comes along with the things that come along with 
owning and operating a circus. Um, one of them, like very punk. Don't you they, ever speak to me like that again? First off, <laughs> one of them uh, gets up on uh, some of their legs and rubs the back of his head and says, "Oh, what was that for? Everyone was having such a good time." What uh, are you doing here? Well, we we heard we heard your your show and and the music and the the happiness and so we wanted to come too so we started playing music and everybody started dancing and they were having a great time can i make an occult check to see if i or recall knowledge to see if i recognize what these things are yeah uh what's your uh let's go with a five all right so you know these are griggs yep all right cool yep so how how small were they again they look like insecty they're 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 fairly tiny they're not um like bug sized. They're yeah. much bigger than bug sized. But they're on a dinner plate. Yeah, dinner plates. If you saw a spider the size of a dinner plate, would you react positively? Well, no. <laughs> it's a sprite. Oh, gotcha. They are tiny. Yeah, they are tiny. I believe that they uh wanted to cause happiness. Uh they may have been a little bit mm, misguided in their um ways of doing that, but you know, you can't fault them for wanting us to be happy and enjoying our time here in their forest. Well, you can fault him if the professor danced so hard his heart gives out. Yeah, yeah. we didn't mean anything by it. We just, they were playing music and we like music, so we played some music too. And you just got caught up in the moment. Yeah, they just started dancing. Perhaps a little overzealous with your activities. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, is that, I hope everybody's okay. You didn't have to blow the house down. Actually, we we did, or you would have killed them all. You, you could have just said, hey, man, stop. Oh, you bring up a great point. Um, could I offer you, uh, have you had your fill of food? Are you still hungry? Oh, well, I, I think we're okay. What do you think? What do you think, Tercia? I'm, I'm fine. I'll you, just go. This is weird now. It's been made a little awkward. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you did have us very concerned there for a moment that something... Malicious was happening, but it seems it was just a, a small trick. Why Why is dancing malicious? Uh, dancing is never malicious. <laughs> it's just the professor is um old. Very old. Well, Decrepit, some might say. That's true. So, when he dances too much, uh, aggravates his sciatica. <laughs> so, we just wanted to make sure, you know, that he wasn't going to hurt himself. I mean, all right. You Very likely. You make a good point. You know what? We're real sorry. No, no, no. It was just a misunderstanding. By all means, you meant well. Yeah. Teresia and... Kanano. Kanano, before you leave, uh, please don't leave. I mean, I I would love to hear your music as well. Uh, But before you leave, uh, have you heard anything about the Hermitage of the Blessed Lightning? Yeah, all, all the halflings. They're real nice. Are they nice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have met a halfling that is not so nice and has killed one of our uh, circus, um, actually, the leader of our circus, uh, promoting mud. Firmly over the, her mouth. The former ceremonious leader. <laughs> no way, that's crazy. I mean, things happen, I guess, but no way. The, the halflings that we know from there, they're super nice. They just want to be left alone. Have you ever seen this particular halfling over here before? Tercia, I'll like, shake her. Up and like, no, she looks real nasty. She is real nasty. She's not a nice person. Do you believe that on the morrow you could lead us to this hermitage? Uh, I mean, I, this one's lost. Needs help getting home. We we would like to deliver this one back to her people so she may press charges there, because she, right. it, it sounds as though perhaps she has not. Stopped in her diabolical scheming and maybe are harming the the, the humans in town. Oh, I, I hope the town's okay. And, well, the important thing here is that maybe she's just been mistreated and she hasn't had enough joy in her life. Perhaps if she spent the night dancing in joyful bliss to your music, <gasps> perhaps it would turn her around. You want us to play her some music? I would love you to play specifically her music all night. Maybe over by those rocks. No one else. Yeah, I, you know, we don't want to keep people up. You guys, you put on a great show. You should really get some rest. We'll take her over here and, and we'll play some music. Do you have any constructive criticism on our show this evening? <laughs> we are uh, always trying to improve. I think more I'll get the comment music. bucket. 
I think that you are probably <laughs> that you are probably correct. Uh, we, we love music, so more music. But it was just nice to see, and uh, it was nice to see the people around here happy again. That is what we aim to do with any yeah. town that we stumble across. Would you, by any chance, have ever considered on joining a circus? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we can make a, you know, what, what's that called? Like a, a guest spot sometime. Yes. We can make everybody dance. That would be incredible. Um, so yeah, if you could entertain our halfling friend tonight and make sure that she is overcome with joyful energy for the evening. I think we could do that. That would be splendid. Is there anything that I could get you? Nope. I have some exceptionally strong liquor that uh, has proven uh, very effective on a lot of townsfolk. I think anything that would do that for them might kill me. <laughs> we do not want to pickle the Griggs. Copy. <laughs> no, no. Fairies like honey, right? You probably have some honey beer. <laughs> to the utmost severity, we disarm this halfling of any trinket, staff, rat helmet, armor, or weapon that she could possibly be wearing so that she may dance unencumbered this evening. That's the best way to dance. I agree. <laughs> you are an awful human being. <laughs> it's kind of genius, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dance of death, I'm imagining. Uh, Otto's irresistible dance, yeah. Simply irresistible, uh, but not in the Pathfinder version because oh, yeah. yeah, she's Otto's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like she'll be uh, busy till the morn. The best thing is, is, she does happen to die from this. We have other people to lead us to the Hermitage. Yes, it's a win-win. <laughs> yes, troopmates. I believe that she said that Everton may be in trouble from some. Other folks in her hermitage. Uh, should we go check out Everton uh, just to make sure that they are completely safe? Tomorrow, probably. She said the sheriff is missing. I did find this map among her things. She oh. has, seems to have a mill and an orchard marked. Might be very good places to start our search. Do we know from stories from around town, was the orchard specifically the thing struck um, in a, a significantly lower uh, outturning of crops? You don't know any specifics, but you can infer that it's a crop yielding business. If crops are low. Both the mill and the orchard. Yep. So, all right. My, my good friend, mm -hmm. the leader, um, perhaps when are we next performing for these fine folk? That's actually a great question. Uh, what day of the week is it? We could also ask the professor. He also seems to be the leader of uh, this troop, uh, the co-leader, at least. Uh, I mean, but you are the the ringmaster uh, right now. Uh, but I do believe that the professor is uh, still in charge of the circus. Any great leader that is 100 percent in charge of everything here would absolutely know to delegate scheduling to somebody with more, more experience. experience. Old. <laughs> Exemplary. Uh, Mr. Brennan. Yes, uh, Mr. Professor. When was our next scheduled evening? Uh, we were planning on two days time to regroup, check our notes about the performances, maybe restructure some of the things. Um, and especially with needing new nets, that gives us some time to, to repair those or, or get new ones from Aberton. I believe that is what I had written down. Yes. So two days time sounds perfect. A small slew of sideshows just to keep people entertained. Yes. Sounds great. But we can continue our investigation while that is commencing. Yes. Professor, Fantastic. please drink this. I've made it 80 proof, so it's not as strong as my previous uh, elixir. Uh, but it also would help you, um, you know, uh, be a little bit more... Uh, ready for uh, sleeping for tonight. Uh, thank, thank you, Fulgrim. Uh, did you notice one of those um, noisy bugs seemed to have uh, dropped this over on the plate where they were torturing us? Oh, let me see what that is. That is a potency crystal. A potency crystal? <gasps> Fantastic. Did you gentlemen happen to find any rings of keys? Oh, I got that right here for you. What's that? 
I got that right here for you. Ah, beautiful. Thank you. Did you find anything else? Um, the ringmaster's pockets were suspiciously empty. Uh, we found two large river stones. If you want those, I left them on the shore there. I don't think that those were in his pockets. His pockets were auspiciously dry. <laughs> uh, you got a better look at him than I did. Uh, well, did they find anything else? Notes or ledgers or Some a kind wallet? Of feather? Didn't you take that, Curva? There's a map, and then I think there was also a hat. I don't actually remember. Let me check my pockets. Hmm? Some kind of feather trinket, I think. Yes. So... You're saying that there are maybe a couple of water methods uh, floating around here. So we may be want to uh, be on the lookout for those uh, water methods. Maybe at least uh, avoid paths that uh, go too close to a stream. Unfortunately, there is one that cuts right through the center of our camp. Did you bring the backpack with you? Uh, yeah, I intended to. Does anybody have, um, can anyone make a religion check? Absolutely. I can. <laughs> an 11. A natural one. <laughs> Oof. Um, all right. So on an 11, you recognize this. Um, you feel like this is probably a, a patch that identifies her as belonging to the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning. Ah. Well, doubtless they can tell us more about it tomorrow. Indeed. We may need to keep that just in case they do not let us into their society. Yeah. I'm hoping that she survives the night and won't need to be questioned on letting us into the society. All of the other circus folk are all out here, correct? Um, they're kind of milling about. Some of them are going back into their wagons because it's getting to be about yeah. their time to turn in. I let them know that they are all safe now for the evening um, and that there is nothing else to worry about this evening. Um, that each individual act should take responsibility for the foreseeable future of storing their own props and equipment okay. inside of their wagons and that they should not be held in any public or neutral um, open areas. Okay. Everyone says, yeah, thank you, Mud. Ah, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> They are very happy that you kind of stepped in. As am I. <laughs> okay. So, do you all turn in for the evening? I think so. Seems about that time. I, after everyone starts heading back to their places, will bid everyone adieu and head into my fancy new fucking digs with my fancy new fucking keys. Mind the gap, because I did dig a couple of places out in there. Yeah. 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 I uh, I follow you to your new place. I just <laughs> wonder if you need me to open the door for you. I like you a lot, <laughs> actually. You've been incredibly useful to me. <laughs> I also pull out my thieves' tools to open the door for you. <laughs> that won't be necessary. Oh. Um, also... <laughs> Don't ever use that on this door unless instructed specifically by me. So I appreciate you asking. You're very welcome. Um, and don't listen to anything uh, that Brennan or <laughs> Fulgrim say as far as keeping or storing things inside of my home <laughs> without my direct consent. This wagon is absolutely storage to Brennan. <laughs> may, may I sleep under your wagon? You may. Thank you. Sir. That would actually make me incredibly happy. Where, where do the rest of us stay? We have a wagon we were all sleeping in before. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, you were probably split between two wagons, um, and you just have like uh, bunks that flop out from the wall. What are those beds called? Bed Cots. flops. Cots. <laughs> no, like a Murphy bed or something. Like there's okay. like a specific one that used to come down from the wall. It's an old. Thing. Well, the fact that we have two less people, that's fine with me, as long as I'm not, you know, sleeping under the pile, a heap of small soaky bodies. If anything, we've all gained a new home today. If we split it between the four of us before, five of us before. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Whatever number it is. Whatever number it is. Um, the real I, question is, who did you forget? I've been. <laughs> <laughs> because I look around the room and I include myself in my mental numbers and I'm like, there's four of us. <laughs> nope. Uh, You're wrong. Throughout the night, um, as is the custom, 
to me. I wake up often and I just mill about to make sure everything is okay. I don't really care. I just look around and make sure no one's stealing anything they shouldn't be. And then I go find that a new they place. shouldn't be. Right. Then I go find a new place to sleep under. Rocks, wagons, whatever. Okay. Curve cool. Uh, may I see your mop, please? Oh, come on, man. You don't ask the man to see his mop. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit forward, don't you think? I have found this uh, crystal that is of dwarven make, and I believe uh, since I've seen you hit well with your mop, you are a, quite a fighter uh, with the mop. Uh, I believe I you can uh, fight just a little bit better uh, with this dwarven uh, made crystal. Mm. I tell you what, we'll give you my mop. You can put it on this, though, and I'll hand you my broom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a temple broom. Uh, you have a broom, too? <laughs> it, it turns out that monks don't actually have a lot of bulk from armor, and I have an 18 strength, so I can carry pretty much whatever I want. <laughs> In the morning, uh, your broom uh, now has the crystal affixed uh, just above the broom head. Hey, you do you do fast work. I barely recognize it other than it is a broom and you're handing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is so nice. Uh, Fulgrim, I want to give you a, a hero point ticket uh, for that act of magnanimousness, generosity, whatever. Magnanimity. Right, yeah. I do not understand these words. He could have been a real dick about it, but... But instead he was very muddy, which means that he is very altruistic. I also do not sure. understand this word. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Anyone else doing anything overnight aside from sleeping? Oh, yeah. I'm going through the, every fucking thing in this wagon. <laughs> it's all very boring. Like ah, he's, got, he's got like your ledgers, but the thing is less than a year old. Like you guys haven't really put on any shows. Uh, okay. shows. I mean, I, I would like to scroll through this. Um Almost to a sickening level to see exactly who has made more money than me and if anyone has been um, praised in any way more than I have. Um, so, Mordane makes a lot of money. She's also a real big pain in the ass. Oh, that's the magician? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to die. She's very much going to die. Wow. I thought you were going to say she'd get fired. Huh? No. <laughs> Death is permanent firing. Yeah, just ask the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to get stomped in the bucket, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so, you know, you go through the wagon. You find a lot of paperwork that you can mill over. Um, the rest of you, you know, go about your nightly business. When you wake up and come out of your wagons, you see uh, the professor, and he's speaking with a man... Um, uh, you would describe him as a. You would all probably describe all humans as very bland, but this is a very bland human. Oh, this is a vanilla face. Is so vanilla. Um, he's probably in his fifties. Uh, he's got thinning brown hair and a short beard. And you hear him asking for you guys specifically by name. And we are going to find out what this man wants with you in our next episode of the Lost Omens podcast. What? Join us then. I'm uncomfortable by this. I wonder what Vanilla Face wants. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including Season 1 of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King, and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. 
And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 